You're going to buy both the games. You don't. You have to look up the names of. Well, yes, but I'm going to play one and then probably hold on to the other one for quite a long time. Yes, yeah, so you could play five years later. And I will. Hello and welcome. My name is Alexander Gonzalez, and with me today is my good old friend, Jay Yee. Hey, that's me. And please remember that we... Are not game devs. How are you today, Jay? Doing all right. I have a hectic week coming up, so I just have that to look forward to. But um, opening up new stores are very stressful, and I am I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> but how are you doing? Are you training the people opening up the new store? Or are you opening up a new store? I'm just opening up a new store. Um, but even still, it's it's gonna have to dealing with new people and then high turnover rate, everyone leaving and then being stressed that we're short staffed because everyone left. I see. But those are not the stresses we are talking about today. Today we are, today we are creating something new. Every week we are not game devs. We'll create a new exciting video game that we have always wanted to play but do not have any knowledge or know-how to create the wonderful experience that are video games and today is my turn to present we are not game devs 174th ip and we're going to begin with this basic concept that i thought would be a lot of fun hit me you play as a seagull on a beach trying to steal people's belongings you have to go and you have to crawl up and you have to do things like if they have a sandwich wrapped in um, paper, you have to slowly unravel the paper as they try to shoo you away. You have to um, make distractions, maybe poop to like get them to move and then steal their belongings for points. And then there'll be different levels and different objectives you got to do while you learn how to do certain things until eventually you unlock powers like where you summon other seagulls. And you can run off people. And that's the basic concept right there. What do you think? Yeah, uh, I definitely dig it. I feel like we did something kind of similar like ages We did another ago. game a long, 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 long time ago where I created a game where you were a pigeon in New York shitting on people. And that's what creating it was. effects off. That's what um, it was. Yeah, yeah. The shitting. Uh, I got a lot of people talking thing. to me about that game. <laughs> I was like, I, but I think it just gave me memories because there was a beach level that we talked about extensively. I think. <laughs> Maybe we can program the pigeon in the parking lot. I think I think we could just do a callback, you know, be like, there's the pigeon from that one game that we made. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but definitely I could see like. My mind went immediately to the powers you just mentioned near the end there where I was like, oh, you're definitely going to be able to like call in flocks to like, yeah, move people mm -hmm. away or like, uh, I don't know, start making a bunch of noise or like flapping wings to like stir up debris and stuff like that. Um, right, but I, right. I could definitely see like maybe... It could be kind of like Donut County, where in each instance, there's a lot of interactable things, but there is like a objective a story yeah, yeah, that you have to complete. And once you hit that, it brings you to the next section. Um, and then there's obviously like 
things to do just for collectibles and just to see what the reaction will be. But how the game flows is that it's telling a story of maybe it's you trying to maybe at the beginning of the game, you caught a fish, but that fish got out of your beak when you're about to eat it. And now you're just trying to go catch that fish. And that's the entire point of the game, like something stupid like that. You know what I mean? And then it gets it keeps getting hit to random places for weird reasons. Like it gets hit by a car and gets driven out somewhere or like uh, get caught on a kite or something. I don't know. Random. I see. Yeah. Or like and a kid picks it up and stuff of that nature. I see what you're talking about there. So, yeah, that'll be the. The um, functional story. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a good one. And then it's basically going to be a bunch of levels where there's going to be like implied humor going into this game as well. Right. You know, like there's going to be a lot of uh, just hijinks that happen. Um, I like to see it where there's going to be t- like different enemies that you face, which is like the standard family. And then there's going to be like the young um, section. What does and that then, mean? Like the young people. Like where they're going to be doing a bonfire. It'll be a little oh. bit more like they'll try to throw sand like at you. Like a beach party type of thing. Yes, a beach party. A bonfire, right. yes. as some would say. Yeah. Uh, I mean, also, I don't know if you've ever lived in a seagull-heavy area, uh, but I lived in a couple of cities, one of them primarily being Bellevue and also around Tacoma mm-hmm. and Seattle areas. But seagulls, right. they they go pretty far deep into the lands, into the cities. Uh, you'll That's see true. them pretty far in. So we could definitely have some metropolitan hijinks that happen uh, where the seagull goes into the city. And of course, these will be like later, later levels because there's a lot more chaos and interactable objects and stuff like that and maybe even more danger for you um i see that and uh yeah because we can even go where like the sub like the seagull ends up in a subway mm. or a department store one of those where yeah. it's all instead but i want that mission to be the one mission where it feels like a scary game but it's like a horror game, <laughs> you know, when a seagull gets tra- when a bird gets trapped indoors, and it's like, where's yeah. the window? I like the idea. It's inside a subway, and like you're knocking people's hats off. It, it's like late at night. It's like two in the morning. It's like the crazy train, you know? Yeah. Um. Definitely. I. I. I could see that. It's more black and white. Have you? You did you play all of Flower? I did. I beat Flower. There was that, that one, one level, level where you're in the city. Yeah, and like you're no it's the one industrial. where it's like all the all the power plants are like toppled over, and you're going underneath these like uh, big power conductors, and they're like making fire and shit. Mm-hmm. That was a scary ass level. I I imagine it being something like that, where it's like the vibe of it's much different, much darker lighting, flickering lights, and such. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. And I want there to be like a bunch of characteristics of seagulls. Like this seagull is going to be squawking. There's going to be like when you're moving different like ways that the that the wings flutter. Like let's say if an enemy gets too close, it does that one bird thing yeah. where they start like standing up. It needs to have all of that. I think those 
those will happen if like like auto programmed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I also think there should be a button for all of those as well. No, uh, definitely a button for squawking. A a button for like flapping your wings. Um, do you want a button for pooping? Yes, because I think these will also all be mechanics in the game that you have to poop or you have to flap your wings and knock something over. Like I think you you'll squawk to like call someone's attention or something's attention you know like there'll be mechanics with the squawking and pooping okay i like that i like that um perspective what are you how do you see is this do you see like it has to be third person it has to like i think we got to do, we can do first person for cutscenes. But no, I think third person for sure for playing because it has to be funny for you to look at the seagulls. You think it's going to be over the shoulder, like goat simulator type of thing? Or like, do you mean like, because I could see it going two ways where, yes, it's like almost open world and it's over your shoulder, or it's kind of more like Donut County or like, um, I don't know. Why don't we do both? Why don't we do over the shoulder and then other levels where it's zoomed out and you're just like in a room? Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Um, maybe the 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 levels where you have to fly would be like third person, but it could have mm-hmm. like Tony Hawk thug where you could actually like get on the ground and just walk around if you'd like. Um, That's what I'm saying. And then I also want there to be different animals that are going to be enemies too like pelicans mm-hmm. um every other seagull besides the ones you call over and even the ones you call over will peck you a little bit like not you know just how birds act yeah Raccoons. i want this to feel very humorous like all like all the time as as like your seagulls moving you're just like what the f- what kind of funky weird thing is this like almost like what what is it the way you feel when you see stitch from lilo and stitch lick his eye for the first time you're like what (laughs) that kind of like cute humor yeah um i i could also see like okay um actually you know what what do you think I know it changes the idea a little bit, but what if we just made it third person over the shoulder, but we just have to make the flying mechanics really, really nice. And then these instances, areas that you could explore, it's not going to be open world, but they're going to be small contained areas that is going to be very obvious where the boundaries are for whatever reason, maybe in your bird's vision you could see like past this area, you will no longer in the bird's head, you will no longer be able to find the fish that you're after if you leave past this. And so you just won't as the bird. What if there's just like a gust of wind that sends you back? Like you can't fly past that. Mm -hmm. What if you're walking? Gust of wind still. (laughs) And it just flaps. Okay. Yeah. It just flaps back. Sure. Uh, I also want to just talk about how it looks. I think 
it's going to be the most realistic looking fucking game you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Is that what you're going with? Okay. Yeah. Except all the humans just look like ghost people. Like they have no faces or features or anything. They're just like lights of human form in like kind of a semblance of clothes. But like if they're holding an ice cream cone, ice cream cone, pristine. It looks perfect. It's okay. just humans don't look like humans. They just look like things there. Um, but they have food, hats, and stuff like that. Those look. I like that. Okay, so we're going to make it look really good. The water's going to look particularly amazing. Sand is going to look great. Sand will look fantastic. Um, so it'll just have crazy next-gen PS5. Um like 360 kind of looks to it. Not 360. Oh my god. Xbox One X? No. Series X, Series S. Series X. Wow. We're in the future. And it'll look super cool. I see like the individual feathers, like wind going like through um through the feathers, you being able to see it pick out like little like in its beak, you'll be able to see it pick like little bugs from itself. You'll you'll be able to see crabs floating up from the sand when the tide comes in and out. You'll be able to see the little footsteps get filled with water from um, the seagull. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I also definitely there's going to be like ray tracing and all that stuff involved in this. Oh, yeah. And there there definitely has to be like there's there's no other way that sand has to hit the water perfectly um there's an a limitless end to the levels we can create from boardwalks to piers to honestly I remember in high school we had to deal with seagulls because the seagulls found out that most kids left their food by the trash can not in the trash can so whenever the bell rang the seagulls would arrive they would hear it from the surrounding areas and show up and then like harass people and shit on you I like that use that directly um I don't know you're at a beach and then you hear a bell ring and this little kid picks up his pail that he was playing with at the beach and his uh, uh, lunchbox, and he runs over to the school, and you follow him there, and then now you're at the school. Easy. That is pretty easy. Okay. And then from the school, your fish gets taken into a car, and now you're in the city. And then from there, I don't know, it gets to the fish market somehow. Now you're at the fish market. And then from the fish market... It doesn't get sold. It gets thrown out. You're you're in the you're in the junkyard, right? And then uh, uh, when you grab your fish, you finally think you're gonna get it. Um, you accidentally drop it underground. You go into the sewer. You're in a subway. We made a game. <laughs> is is that how we're gonna end it from now on? We made a game. <laughs> we made a game. All right. What type of music are we looking for here? I hear mostly ambient sounds 
like just mm-hmm. beach sounds and clatter and stuff like that. But then every once in a while, you'll hear you'll hear music coming from like a radio or like street performers and stuff. But I think words, there will be no words. It will just be nonsense to the seagull. So it's going to be like Sims gibberish music. But I think it's just going to be like ambient music and noise and just the actual sounds of places, you know. Um, so yeah, the ambient sounds, maybe a radio plays every now and then on the boardwalk. Um, I want it to almost have like a Wallace and Gromit feel type of humor to it. You know what I'm talking about? Is that a deep cut? No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that, but not claymation. Cause we're going ultra realistic here. Price, what do you think would be the best selling point for this game? I see this as a $49.99, 50 bucks. It's budget, yeah, but we, not like super budget, you know? No, most definitely. We don't want it to be too expensive. We want a good entry point, but it's also going to eat up some production costs for sure, trying to um, make it photorealistic. Yeah. It's going to be like, this weird game someone buys on Steam, someone, some streamer being like, ah, look at this pigeon game. Why is it 50 bucks? They play it. They're like, oh, shit, this game's actually kind of cool. And then th- their viewers start playing it. And then their viewers' friends start playing it. And it slowly starts getting in. And then uh, we go on sale for like 50% off. And then a bunch of people start playing our game. There's like next boon two years later. That is the plan. I like it. I like it. And that's how we get in as people all start playing it. Perfect. All right, Jay, let's get that timer out because we're about to name this game. Go. When you're ready. Well, I started the timer. I don't know if you heard me. Oh, no, I didn't hear you. Okay. Oh, I said see go. go. See goal. I want to name it something dumb, like seagulls or birds, too. <laughs> just leave it at that. But we never reference the title. You just play it, and the title's name is seagulls or birds, too. T-O-O. And then the second game will be called Seagulls or Birds 2, T-W-O. Don't know about that one. I want to call it Goal of the Sea, but that doesn't make sense. So what if you call it Call of the Sea? But Call is spelled C-A-W-L. Oh, no. I got what you mean. What if we yeah. call of the seat, like coal of... No, that wouldn't make sense. People wouldn't get it. No, they would not. What if we just call it mine? I think Disney would sue us. I think we should <laughs> have to call it Seagull. Just Seagull. Just Seagull. What if we call it just Seagull? 
All right, let's call it Jess Siegel. <laughs> Jess Siegel in a minute 47. Jess Siegel is the game where you play, that's right, as a seagull in a daily life where you have to steal sandwiches, call other seagulls, scare beach patrons, terrorize schools, get lost and frightened in the subway. You play as a seagull as you peck, fly, and that's right, shit your way through life to get that fish. All right, Jay. We have a game here. Is this a game that you'd want to play and is it fun? I mean, I think I would like to think I would play it, but I didn't play Untitled Goose Game, which is uh, another game like this where I thought I was going to play it, but I didn't. So I probably would be like, yeah, that looks like fun, but then never pick it up. You have me shaken, sir, because this is a game that I'd say that I'd almost certainly play. But you know what game I haven't played? What's that? Untitled Goose Game. Right, exactly. So I'd, I want to say that I'd play this game. I want to play this game. Will I play this game? I don't know. What That's a depressing way. This is the first time we've ended that de- so depressingly. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Now that we have a complete game, what game studio would you assign to be able to make just Seagull the best? Speaking of Untitled Goose Game, House House, the guys who made Untitled Goose Game. I think, you know, they've made a game about a bird annoying people. They can make a better looking game about a bird that annoys people <laughs> and all of the people play this one and they're like man they really took all their money and invested it right back into the project yeah good for yeah. them i think uh, rare can do it mm. coffin um, wait i said that wrong coffee stain studios they're the guys behind goat simulator but would they be able to make it to JE standards of what he wants the game to look like? I mean, it looks all right. <laughs> so I'm thinking maybe this is too far. I'm thinking about doing um, Dice, the people behind Mirror's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> and I want them to make the sequel game, make it look really good. I also I think... think- Ubisoft, uh, I guess specifically Ubisoft Montreal, the people behind a game that I love called Eagle Flight. Uh, oh yeah, yep, I think yep, yep. I think they they at least got the flying mechanics down. Even if it was a VR game, I'm sure they could translate to controllers. I think they could. I think they could. Um. Who else would just take this game on and make it? I'm trying to think of a game that looks spectacular. But that would also make sense. Because we're not going to say like Sucker Punch, even though they made Ghost of Tsushima, that looks good. It makes no sense. I don't play very many photorealistic games, do you? 
Um, every once in a while I'll play one, but like maybe uh like someone like um what do they call China Room or something like that? They they made everybody's gone to the rapture. Okay, so like something like China Room. I'm Sounds seeing good. if that's what it's the developer is actually called. The Chinese Room. I got very close. Very close. You did. Chinese China Room, room the Chinese Room. Yeah. That works. But like any of those like walking simulator game developers, like Fulbright that did Gone Campo Home. Campo Santo. Now we're calling them all in. Yeah. Or like Giant Sparrow that did What Remains of Edith Finch. Uh, didn't you play that game? I beat it. Yeah, yeah. You know, Entirely on a plane. What Remains of Edith Finch was fantastic. Uh, such games as those. Or there's uh, this other studio called Giant Sparrow that did The Unfinished Swan. Uh which actually didn't There's really have anything to do games. with birds. Uh, it had to do with a painting of a bird, but not so much. You're playing a prince, essentially, is what it, what it was. Oh, is that? I thought the unfinished one was about the game where you're blind. It's not blind, but it's very close, where everything starts off white, and you throw paintballs, and you paint the world that's there, but it's all invisible to you until you paint it. It's, it's a very cool game, actually. I see. I see. And with that, our 174th IP has gone gold. We hope you look forward to this experience that will probably never release. All my animal games get released. Don't worry, guys. Just hold on to your tights. You can find King of the Hill on the App Store now, (laughs) but not made by us. Under the name uh, Ant Army or something ridiculous like that. Mr. Mosquito is also available, and there are more. You can write to appoundgames at gmail.com if you have anything to patch into the game we create today. Also, give us feedback. We are still learning how to make this show better, and your feedback really helps. We have a Patreon. If you'd like to back our idea, please head over to patreon.com slash wearenotgamedevs. Patrons receive episodes two days early and an extra podcast at the beginning which you got the tail end of our conversation at the beginning of this episode. That's patreon.com slash we are not game devs. If you liked our show, why not subscribe and give us all the stars on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Store, Spotify, YouTube, and more. And if they ask for a review, instead of reviewing our show, become your inner game critic and review Just Seagull, the video game we just created today. Thank you for joining us today. We'll be back next Friday with another new IP. My name is AG. And I'm JE. Thank you, and please remember that we are not game devs. I don't know if this is an interesting story or not, but I'm going to tell it. So, back when I was playing Unfinished One, there was a trophy that I tried to get where you had to beat the first level without painting anything. And (laughs) let me tell you, that's one of the hardest trophies I've ever had to do because it's literally you have to memorize this map. I think you're also under like a time limit. Like you had to finish the map without painting anything under like a minute or something like that. So you had to know this map so well. And it, to the point, oh no, I think you could shoot two paintballs is what the trophy had under it. And so you had to know where the turns were because like i said it's literally just a white room 
And I think the way you had to go when you spawned in was actually behind you because what's in front of you actually is a wall. But there's no like sound effect for when you like hit a wall or anything. So like you no. don't know if you made it into the alley to start the game in the first place without throwing any paintballs. Yeah. And so you had to know two places to throw paintballs, throw them so you had an idea of where you were, and then maybe save the other one for like later on just in case you get stuck and you don't know where you're going. But I just remember that was one of the hardest trophies I've ever had to do because it's literally just a white room that you start in. And I think, yeah, you had to go like backwards to go further into the game and you didn't know where the where the hole was where you can move. That's crazy. You basically played a white screen. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I did. I sound. Oh, Platinums. 